Welcome in to Mozzie and the Muscle. I am the Muscle, joined by the hippest co-host around, Mozzie. How's it going? I am swell. I was in the uh, shithole known as Florida for a bit. I was visiting uh, my sister and brother-in-law and their uh, newborn son. So I am now an uncle, actually. Wow, that is tremendous. Um, congratulations. What was that? What was that like? Um, so we got like a place not theirs, obviously, because we didn't want to have a screaming baby every night. Um, sure. So we, sure. we we quarantined like while we were there pretty heavily. Like we didn't really we went for food and like groceries once, and that was pretty much it. Like I was I did less there than I do here in my everyday life, just because like here like go to the office, like see like see my girlfriend. So like I was doing less there than I do here actually, um, just because you know baby so sure <laughs> um, but yes his his name uh, his middle name is viking because they're huge vikings fans so okay yeah he's got a very very, very strong name um sure he, he uh, <laughs> i wasn't sure if it was like you know they love that show so much um <laughs> that's on i don't know if it's netflix or prime or something or the, the, yeah, they're vikings is, fans yeah. okay but um, yeah, my brother-in-law, he's from Minnesota, just a crazy Vikings fan, and she obviously became one because, you know, they're married. So um, <laughs> yeah, that, you know that, that tracks. Yeah, their their fucking like wedding cake was even like purple too. For the oh Vikings, man, yeah, which is hilarious. Which the the cake was more ceremonial. They like they had like pie. Anyway, I'm getting sidetracked. <laughs> so yeah, baby. Um, but the first thing I heard was like he came out. He pooped and he ate. I'm like, oh, he takes after his uncle. So, oh, <laughs> but yeah, it was Viking. It was, yeah, no, no, Viking. That's pretty fucking dope. So, yeah, I mean, he's basically destined for greatness, probably yeah. of a physical nature. But you uh, know, and like my oh. sister's tall, like her husband's tall, so kid's probably gonna be a big. Viking. Yeah, he's <laughs> he's you know hopefully built for his namesake. <laughs> yeah it'd be kind of awkward if he ended up like really scrawny and small yeah and... it would be like oh like hiccup from how to train your dragon or it's like a bunch of vikings and then like hiccup <laughs> <laughs> yeah they're like you're like you he's like you pointed to all of me i just watched that um with my girlfriend actually the other day she hadn't seen any of them so really yeah great series so but um Anyway, um, <laughs> so in, in into football, um, did I ask how yeah. you're doing, right? I think I asked how you're doing. Yeah, yeah, also, no, I'm doing okay. great. You know, working and living the dream. Same old, same old. <laughs> same old. Usually when, like, when white people say live in the dream, that means they want to die. So, like, you're good, right? Yeah, no, I want to <laughs> die. <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> oh, right, my goodness. But, um, so anyway, into football news, uh, we have some running back updates. Uh, we'll start with that, I guess. So Miles Sanders, there was an ambiguous lower leg injury. They said he was week to week. Um, don't know if like Tug Peterson is just full of it, really. But I guess a lot of the beats have said it doesn't seem like anything serious. So like if Miles Sanders is your guy, you're probably still safe, is what I've gathered so far, which is nice. Yeah, I mean they might just be. You know, being very cautious with him because he is going to be a huge part of the offense. You don't want him hurt now. Yeah, you kind of need him because he and he's going to be like the the you know the number one for the offense, and then our our guy Boston Scott's going to be following up. Which 
I'm excited for him in PPR leagues, but we'll get there. Um, <laughs> um, next up, we had Chubb. He got concussed during practice because I guess one of his teammates concussed him, which is come on, man. Yeah, um, <laughs> sounds like he's doing fine. He's been meeting. Um, I assume he's going through protocol. And it sounds like he's not having any like headaches or other symptoms. That's always a plus because everyone knows I love Nick Chubb. Oh yeah, pretty high on him for this season myself. So mm-hmm. I mean, this is one of his first concussions right yeah this is his first one which obviously is not good but like concussions are one of the things that do stack up so yes he's never had one before hopefully it's just you know isolated incident and, and his brain it. heals perfectly you know because mm-hmm. he's got a he's got a good brain diagnosing you know <laughs> when, when to when to make his moves so <laughs> next up we've got a uh, carry on johnson is wearing a knee brace um which Ugh. he like no, I don't think they ever like a hundred percent said what like was wrong with him at the end of the year, because like he had like some like ambiguous like knee leg injury shit, but I don't know if anything was like official on it. Um, they didn't really didn't get used. Yeah, there's not like he's not like on the injury report, but he's wearing a knee brace. Like so, he's just recently off the injury report. Like it was just knee. So I'm like, is it? Is he like trying to prevent something or something sore? Like it's not reassuring either way. Like it's definitely like a negative. Yeah, no, and I mean they did just get DeAndre Swift as well. Yeah, it kind of makes you wonder like how like Swift could actually like be. So obviously you know Ceh is there, but like of the other guys, he like Swift could easily be the first rookie to like just take over. Yeah, no, he could with um yeah, especially with what's been going on with Carry On. I mean, so disappointing. Had a lot of hype for carry on it's just not really panned out yeah like he's he's good it's just like he might like is he gonna be able to like be himself guy that's like it's like the sony thing which we can get to him next he's <clears throat> like he's the, the last thing i saw was he has like a chance to be ready for week one which is <laughs> you're saying there's a chance question for week one yeah he's so like because he had foot surgery in may like we mentioned he's in a walking boot um like he he's a guy who's like we may never see college Sony Michelle again. It just might just be all downhill from there. That would be sad. And I guess same group Rashad Penny. He's doubtful week one. He'll probably end up on the pup to start. I think that's like the consensus on him because he's oh my god tore, yeah. he tore his left ACL back in like December I think. It's like the one time the Seahawks don't trade their first round pick. <laughs> that's yeah, what they get. well, like because when they <laughs> traded for Jamal Adams, everyone's like, "Well, they make really shitty first round picks anyway." Right. <laughs> it would probably be like some receiver who's out of the league in two years anyway, <laughs> or running back. Yeah. <laughs> and then um, last we have uh, Melvin Gordon. I think he left practice early. I saw. Let me, oh. let me find where it was. But yeah, so there's. I'll, I guess go. I go ahead and do my. Uh, Philip Lindsay diatribe. Would it be, is that the right word? I don't know. My sure. Mini, my mini Philip Lindsay rant that he should definitely be drafted higher where he's going. I think he's going pretty <clears throat> late. And, like, it's, yeah, it sounds like he's forcing, like, he's doing his best to enforce a timeshare of some sort. And if Melvin does get hurt, obviously, like, then Philip Lindsay becomes instantly super valuable. But um, Melvin Gordon, uh, rib injury. So I guess another thing where he got hit in practice which is weird. So luckily not knee or hammer or anything. Ribs just literally just like rest it, recover. Mm, so. Yeah. But it sounds like Philip Lindsay's getting like 
a good chunk of like a lot of snaps in training camp. So there may be more committee than we're thinking there. I don't know. <clears throat> it should be. I mean, he was pretty dynamic his uh, rookie year. Yeah, he's been good. It's just like I, I think he had that like wrist thing that bothered him for a while. So like if, it's basically like if his wrist is all good or not. Am I reading this right? Is he getting drafted in like the eighth and or ninth round? It's been pretty late. I'm pretty sure. It says right now, currently, it's like eight oh seven. Yeah, it might have gone up a little bit the last few days, but like that's pretty low. See, as of like August third, yeah, he was like he's going like ninth round. It's it's gone up over the last like week, which makes sense. And so yeah, no, it definitely there. has. But yeah, he's hmm. still going late, so. Pretty low. You could go ahead and snag him. Mm-hmm. I mean, pretty good for round pick, I'd say. Um, and then let's. I guess we could move on to uh, Stidham. He. I'll, I'll look up as we go. I saw he was admitted to the hospital for like a checkup, but they didn't find anything serious or something. It was like a very ambiguous thing that first came out, which like was it was it sounded concerning, but. It was a. From what I read, it was a hip injury. Of okay. Some kind. Oh yeah. Here we go. So yeah. Unlikely to be 100% for a few weeks. All right. So, Cam is the starter for Super Sure now. <laughs> for Super Sure, yeah. as if he wasn't going to be already. Like, who, like stop kidding yourself. Yeah. Because, <laughs> like, a couple of days ago, there was a thing that, like, Stidham was struggling in practice. And then he came up his leg, and I saw he's like, in the hospital or something. Now they're saying hip. So, I don't know. Which makes you wonder, like, because remember when Bill was, like, yeah, Stidham's around, Jaren's around, like that's my. Bill oh voice. yeah, it was full of garbage. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, is that is that a good like is that a good Bill voice? Yeah, that was pretty good. You know, uh, maybe Jaren, a little Jaren, more mumble, Jaren, but Jaren, Jaren, we're on Cincinnati. <laughs> <laughs> we're on the Cincinnati. <laughs> but um, we're on to receivers here with our injury updates. Like that, that segue. So okay, I was talking to someone about this like. NBA, like, sports commentators especially, but NBA announcers, like, big time will try to transition fucking anything. Like, <laughs> they'll, they'll, like you can talk about, like, I'll talk about, like, Giannis, and, like, they'll be like, oh, like, his mom ran over his cat when he was seven years old, and then they'll be like, just like he's driving over these defenders. Like, they'll literally do that kind of stuff. They, they, will, tra- they will try to segue anything. <coughs> anyway, so... Anything for the pun, man. Anything for the pun. Yeah. Like, honestly, like... I feel like all sports commentators, like, have to be parents, because, like, that's the only way you'd, like, learn to make such, like, dad. bad jokes on a consistent <laughs> basis. Like, you gotta have the dad joke gene in you. Mm. But, it's a good gene. Mm, I, I have it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, sometimes you're just born with it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this way. All right. So Tyreek right. Hill <laughs> is, uh, he left practice, apparently he jogged off of the field, they said. All I saw was like a leg with Tyreek. Thought it was hammy. Is it something else? Yeah, I, I always see like I always see something like vague, and they'll be like leg. <laughs> okay, so yeah, hamstring minor hamstring strain. Which speed guy? So it's annoying. As long as he like is good by the season, not an off the injury report. Like I'll, I'll say like a week before week one, I won't be concerned. Like if he's only there for like a week, good. But like if it's like if he's like questionable, you know, to week one, I'm gonna be like. Little concerned, yeah. Like, Nicole Hardman's gonna start moving up draft boards a lot. Well, that that's definitely true. Uh huh. Well, sometimes I feel like kind of a dick, but whenever I see like something with Tyreek Hill, I'm just like, look, I kind of look over. I'm like, 
Yeah, you know, like we're all thinking the same thing, right? <laughs> like we're all, we're, all, we're all thinking the same thing. Yeah, we're all thinking the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. And then um, another speed guy, we've got KJ Hamler with a reportedly more significant hamstring injury. He's, he's supposedly going to be out in a few weeks, which Ooh. for a rookie that relies on speed a lot with a hamstring, you see, yeah, he's supposed to be a couple weeks, like, you know, max a month, they're saying, but he's already like unsure for week one so that's really not ideal it just makes me like judy even more <laughs> i guess to say. yeah that's a little, has a little john ross written on it doesn't it oh my gosh fuck <laughs> fuck <laughs> oh man no i don't know but <laughs> what's the broncos schedule even like who do they play week one let's see um titans mm. oh they're monday night Monday night game in Denver. Oh. Gosh, Derek Henry's got to run through them. All right. <laughs> On them, over them, under them, yeah, but so. mostly through them. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, right now, uh, Hamler, very in question for week one. And then uh, AJ Green uh. has popped up. I think Hammy is like literally just so many fucking Hammy things. It's training camp season. Um, uh, yup, Hammy. Yeah, he apparently tweaked his hammy on Monday and didn't scrimmage Friday. And all this to say, I, I'm i not, I'm off the AJ Green train. We were on it, but I'm off it now. We were seriously considering it, and uh-huh. I think it was the Dynasty format. You know, taking him late on that upside that he might, you know, just explode out there with Burrow, but... um. Yeah, like because like, if, assuming he was fine and recovered, the upside for where it was going made sense, but now it just, yeah gross is he like is it the veteran like you know kind of oh he's got a hamstring injury he's not gonna practice you know kind of thing or is it like no he's got another hamstring injury i don't know like i all i see is like tweak hammy i don't know like i feel like aj Green's never gonna practice this year and they're just gonna be like can he play this week you're just gonna have him as questionable on your team just to take him out of your lineup. Yeah, he's gonna be a headache. If, if you're someone who like, which I don't know how things are gonna be this year, but like most years, I'd say like if you go to church on Sunday, like AJ Green is not someone for you to draft because you'll have to like watch if he's gonna play <laughs> or not. But everyone's probably staying home still this year on Sundays, so feel free. But no, but and in realness, I'm probably gonna I'm avoiding AJ Green now. Yeah, it sucks for Burrow, too, because, you know, development of rookie quarterback yeah. would be nice to have him. They do still have, you know, Boyd, Ross, Auden Tate, Higgins, so. It makes True. me really intrigued about John Ross. Because, like, like, T. Higgins makes sense as the Adrian Green replacement, but I expect them to run a, a lot of three receivers. That's just because <coughs> their best yeah. tight end is C.J. Uzoma, and they've got, like, Sample as, their, like, their – six linemen but yeah i mean they had zach they have zach taylor too doing the offense who was with the rams and they did a lot of that too uh, so i I, john ross intrigues me because this he like he was a touchdown scorer like when he was in so i'm i'm kind of liking that and burrow has like a pretty deep ball so it's pretty mm, yeah he does it makes me a lot more interested in all the other Bengals receivers so Woo. I think it makes you feel a little better about Boyd as well. Because, like, he, like, Tyler Boyd, he's not, like, exciting, but he's good. And I think this, so, like, 
AJ Green being iffy just in general makes me feel more positive about Tyler Boyd. Like in his upside, I should say. Yeah, he's not a flashy household name, but I mean, he's been good. Mm-hmm. Boyd. <laughs> what Boyd. was like, what was the fucking uh, cartoon? Was it like, like an alien named Lloyd or something? Um, what? <laughs> Sorry, the, the Boyd sounds like Lloyd. Yeah, they're Lloyd in space. There we go. The Disney Lloyd cartoon. Lloyd in space. Yeah. Boyd sounds like Lloyd, and in my brain, went. Oh, remember that cartoon from 2003? Wow, I don't remember this at all. Lloyd Lloyd in Space was the cartoon. Fuck. (laughs) Deep cut. (laughs) Toon Disney from 2003. 2001 to 4. Yeah. Man, I really hope that, like, digs up someone's memory. (laughs) Yeah, someone just has a flash of nostalgia, and I'm... (laughs) For me, yeah. though, I'm like, what? <laughs> I was talking to someone about, um, like, back when, like, memes were like, can I has cheeseburger? And, like, <laughs> what do I do with all these limes? Like, oh, my God. I love that one still to this day. <laughs> <laughs> well, I thought of that the other week because the place we stayed at, there was a lime tree outside. And so I'm like, my brain went, what do I do with all these limes? <laughs> I still do that all the time, especially if I'm bartending and yeah. holding many, many limes or something. What am I going to do with all these lines? Yeah, or like whenever I'm like, I'm just trying to hold a ton of shit. That's for my birthday. <laughs> oh, yeah, the good cool. old days of memory. Yeah. Now, like, there was, like, this is how it is now. I saw the thing that, like, it said a need for speed. There was really just a centipede, and it said need for peed. <laughs> Which, like, is funny, obviously. But, like, that's just, like, where we're at now with it. What was that song? The, um, Numa Numa? Numa? Oh, yeah. The Numa Numa oh, guy. God. That was, oh my god, I feel like that was one of the OG. Yeah. Super catchy. Yeah, back when YouTube was like YouTube and not <laughs> what it is now. Streamer Central. Yeah, it's like it's like kind of MTV making this transformation from music videos to shitty shows like Next and Parental Control. <laughs> Which, Next, the Next bus was like, that, like, that concept was the least shitty of the shitty stuff, but... Anyway, uh, TJ Hawkinson, (laughs) (laughs) he uh, still isn't fully recovered from his ankle injury. As of Monday, he uh, told reporters that uh, the ankle is what caused him to end the season early on injured reserve, blah, 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 and that he's still not quite 100%. So that's... Concerning. Yeah, because he's good, and I want him to be his top self but man I want him out there blocking and catching yeah uh, Hawking Gronk Hawking Gronk Hawking Gronk but getting Gronkinson or Hawkinson today Gronkinson Blo- right? yeah if he if he plays defense is he is he Watkinson <laughs> if if he's doing his Dwayne Johnson impersonation he's Rockinson oh my god <laughs> if if he's uh, if he's on Wall Street is he is he Stockinson <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I'm not gonna laugh at the next one. I'm not. Gonna <laughs> if, then, if if he's a Pokemon gym leader, is he Brockinson? <laughs> Only if he's the best Pokemon gym leader. Yeah, but if if he's bird watching, he's Flockinson. All right. Now, anyway, um... <laughs> we just made so many memes for people. Yeah. All right, and um. That is to prepare you for the sad piece of news on Ron Rivera. Mm. Um, 
What do you say it was? It, it, did you say it was lymph node? L lymph node cancer. Oh, Detected sucks. early, allegedly. So that's great because that's not. I was saying, you know, like that's not a particular cancer you want to find late. Not that any of them are, but you know, mm -hmm. lymphatic cancer spreads and metastasizes really easily. Um, so it looks like they got it early, which is awesome. Um, I think we all are big fans of Ron. Mm. Yeah. Good coach, good human, and that sucks. Just ultimately, that just fucking sucks. Yeah, he. Yeah, he's said he's like glad they caught it when they did he, he said he felt fortunate that you know it was something they spotted soon um he um was saying that he's been told that it's like considered like pretty treatable and curable at, at the type and stage it is and is planning to continue coaching so obviously wishing him all the best mm -hmm. but yeah because you and i said you and i have both been really excited for what he's going to do with his washington squad yeah, man, you got this defensive-minded head coach. He's working with Jack Del Rio, who also is does a lot of defensive-minded stuff, and their mm. defensive roster is disgusting. Yeah, that, that disgusting front seven, him. especially the, just the D line, is just gosh. I know we've we've said it before, but just to reiterate, it's Ryan Kerrigan, backed up by Montez Sweat. They got Jonathan Allen, Deron Payne, and Chase Young. <laughs> got Which... Thomas Davis Senior. Ruben Foster, Kendall Fuller, Landon Collins, um, just to name a few. Yeah, and just a reminder, this defense is uh, min-priced on DraftKings week one. So, and they're not playing, I don't think they're, they're playing the Eagles, right? I think they're playing the Eagles. So, like, not like a team that, like, I'm like, oh, don't play defense against them. Like, I, I'm okay with it given, like, it's a divisional game and those those teams in that division just beat the shit out of each other. So Yes, they do. And they usually keep the score fairly low unless it's just a hate fest of mm -hmm. offense. But, uh, yeah, the Eagles at home week one, like, for, for the Redskins. Or, yeah. Sorry, the Washington football team. <laughs> as so we, I'm just, I'm just going to call them, as I said, the Washington squad. I'm like, I'm going to call them Squashington. The Squashington. <laughs> right. <laughs> Squashington. That's too, yes. Okay. The, the Squashington Shedskins. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my gosh. Uh, yeah, so they get them at home. Um, which, you know, home team favorite, sort mm -hmm. of an NFC East and thing. Better team, but Washington defense is nuts. They shouldn't be that cheap. Anyway, um, so our plan now is we're going to go through a mock draft. It's been a bit since we did our last one. We kind of, that one head-to-head, -head, but we tested out some strategies. This time we're going to team up for a mock draft. Do you want to do, do, do full or half PPR this time? Um, Should we want to do full? Because we did half last time. We did do half last time if we want to change it up. All right, Should we do a little uh, spice? Mm, a little all spice. Mmm, cinnamon, nutmeg. Amazing. Oops. All right, so we have the draft set up. We are drafting from the sixth spot. We are doing full PPR since we did half last time. The format, we've got quarterback, two running back, two receiver, tight end, and two flex, and then uh, seven bench spots is the game plan so all right typical McCaffrey, barkley camara zeke michael thomas start um we're faced kind of with dalvin cook um clyder Hilaire, derrick henry Devonte adams those are kind of the options here do, basically do we go second tier running back or a non-michael thomas receiver what are what are you feeling well if we want to do the late running back strategy um like that's i don't know if did we do that the last time I, I did <laughs> from the back. You spot. did. Okay. Yeah. 
Yeah, so, so I personally, I normally go running back first. Um, yeah. So being full PPR, I'm kind of looking at like like Devontae or Ceh is where like my heart is. I know, like I'm literally thinking Ceh. I'm like, hey, I know he's a rookie, but dude. <laughs> yeah. So th- that's uh, is that kind of like I mean, Dalvin Cook's an option too, but. He's kind of, I still don't know about his contract situation. And also, Clyde Edwards Hilarious just sounds more exciting. I don't know. <laughs> I I would not take Cook, personally. Um, that's me. I'm not really on his train. Mm-hmm. Or, so, yeah. Where, where do you lean between Clyde Edwards Hilarious and Devontae Adams here? I think I'm, damn, I think I'm leaning the rookie. I am. I mean, Devontae Adams just had an injury, like a hammy or something. Oh, did he? Because oh. I saw yeah. he didn't practice. I didn't know if it was like personal or not, like a personal and with injury. The, yeah, like, Damian Williams being out. Yeah, that's. it's just so hard to not be like, let's do it. So we did take CEH. Um, so it comes back around. I'm looking at Devontae Adams right now to see like at what the it six was. spot. Did Seems he, wild, but. Yeah. So he missed practice for an undisclosed reason. Undisclosed reason. Um, apparently, apparently it wasn't serious. I don't know, but anyway, back to this. So, yeah, I don't like that he's the only receiver on the team. <laughs> yeah, that's that's concerning considering Funchess opted out. So we had one, two, we had eight running backs go and three receivers go um, before our pick, and then Patrick Mahomes also went. In my so DeAndre Hopkins is still left, and in my opinion, he's the very clear choice here. He's still left, yes. Snagging. Yeah, because right. after that, it's Aaron Jones, Travis Kelsey, Chris Godwin. Like it's a very, in my opinion, clear teardrop. Because so Cook, Henry, Jacobs, Kenny Drake, Joe Mixon, Austin Eckler, Miles Sanders, Nick Chubb all went, and then Devonte, Reek, and Julio and Mahomes went. So. I think you and I are both on board. We like DeAndre Hopkins a lot more this year than Dude, I'm, the consensus does. I would take him in the first, to be honest. Yeah, he's so getting him in the second <clears throat> is very nice. So that, that's that's kind of an obvious one that made it easy. So now we're getting some tight ends going. So after that's what Aaron Jones, and then let's see, three more running backs and Connor Carson and Gurley, three receivers, the two top tight ends, and Lamar also went. So now we're faced with. Some kind of the mid-tier running backs and some more receiver options. Um, now, you know I am super high on Le'Veon Bell this year, but I am also super high on David Johnson. Uh-huh. Um, I'm super high on um, Adam Thielen as well, actually, too, who's still here. That's true, too. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it depends a little bit on what we're thinking we can get later. Positionally, yeah, that's the issue, because like, after this tier of running backs... It gets iffy. So, all things considered, I usually lean running back because receivers, like, I mean, I'm okay. Like, we can probably get, like, you know, DK Metcalf as our number two at worst, I'd say. So, I'll probably lead running back here. Okay. Point. And after Le'Veon, there's David Johnson, Leonard Ford at Melvin Gordon. I think it's kind of, I think he's kind of a, a tear break, probably, at running back. What do you think? Agreed. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, my if I'm solo picking, I'm like pulling my hair out over Lev Bell or Thielen here. <laughs> That's a tough call to make. Um, 
like Thielen is now like the guy mm-hmm. in the offense, and we're talking PPR here. Yeah, but I also think Love Bell catches a lot. Of yeah, balls. and that's where like the PPR like it pushes Lev up into kind of the the tier there. And so we've got CEH and Love Bell as our two running backs with so just a super high reception floor, which I feel good about. Um, David Johnson went right after. Right after. And that's one that I, I probably would have been torn between Bell and Johnson because I happen to love where David Johnson's at right now with Deshaun Watson. Yeah. And so now we're at a really funny spot with this certain guy left. But let's let's kind of recap who kind of just went. So uh, we had four running backs again, like I said, DJ, uh, Fournette, Melvo, and David Montgomery, who is – uh, you know, Dave, Dave Montgomery is like my, my least favorite, one of my least favorite picks to make because, like, he's not like a bad pick, but, but I do never you feel good about it. Yeah, it's 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 a it's in no way arousing. Um, <laughs> so we just had let's see, eight receivers go, wide receivers. So Robinson, uh, DJ Moore, Thielen, Odell, Juju, Cooper, Robert Woods, and really, which Juju in the fourth man, like fucking a. That's – I know. got a lot of him, I guess. So, wide receivers left are still Cooper Cup, A.J. Brown, D.J. Metcalf, D.J. Chark, Tyler Lockett. A lot of good options. And running back, there is not many guys left, but Jonathan Taylor is still there. He's still there. <laughs> and that's one of those things where, like, if Jonathan Taylor's gone, like, okay, receiver easy, but Jonathan Taylor's there. <laughs> I know. I I think we should lean on it. And first. that's that's the thing. So where we have a strong running back start, I feel okay like waiting on him and just like trying to pull receiver off a little later. Which in full PPR is like not it's not safe in full PPR to like put off receiver that much because it it naturally helps the receivers point totals and just because they're just getting a lot more than most running backs are. And right, like Taylor, Cooper, yeah, you know, like Cooper Cup here, yeah, the receptions he gets, uh huh, and like. Jonathan Taylor may not be a high reception guy, but it's just one of those things where we're in the fourth and Jonathan Taylor's there. Like, that's like the spot to take him. He's, in my opinion, the by far the most exciting pick. So I'm, I'm, I know you're on board. I'm on board too. So we're doing I'm it. I'm on, on it. All right. So Jonathan Taylor is our pick here. Oh, I got to unpause the draft. Resume. Jonathan Taylor. Now we've got a veteran running back who's in a great situation that receives the ball all the time. Yeah. And then well, two... a great situation might be a little, <laughs> Hey, their line is going to. Yeah. The offense. Oh, be so much better. Their offense by all logical conclusion of any sort should revolve around Le'Veon Bell. Right. <laughs> so after us, Mark Andrews went in the third or sorry, the fourth as the third tight end off the board ahead of Zach Ertz, which we've kind of discussed some. Mm. Um, then we had AJ Brown, um, Devin Singletary, Mark Ingram, Cooper Cup, and then coming around to start the fifth, Kareem Hunt, um, and Chark, Metcalf, Lockett, Keenan Allen, which I would have loved if, like, one of the Seahawks receivers fell to us. That would have been, like, perfect. That would have felt amazing about our team. Now yeah, it's a little more. Yeah, now Terry McLaurin's there, and I am coming up on him, honestly, mm-hmm. in general, because for me here, it's either Ertz or McLaurin, probably, is where I'm at with it. I tend here to lean the tight end probably, um, but I mean, we Terry McLaurin is a fucking stud. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing where it, it, it's the where it's PPR. I think he should be a target hog because Calvin Harmon went down, and who who else is there that's like a remotely established receiver 
And there's, like, not really a threat out of the backfield, I guess, like Antonio Gibson. But, like, there's no other established receiving threats there. So I think he's a very, like, nice wide receiver, too, to have to pair with Hopkins on our running back studs. And if you think Haskins is going to take a step forward, the only way that that happens is if McLaurin is his guy because there's not, who else is he throwing to? Yeah, and I think I think the positional scarcity right now is one thing because with tight end, even if we don't take Ertz, obviously we have a guy Hayden Hurst later, and tight end is kind of deep. Like even like late late, there's Jacecki, Joni Herndon. So I think that's kind of the tiebreaker for me. Where after McLaurin, it feels like. If we don't get a receiver here, we're kind of, like, not screwed, but, like, sort of screwed. <laughs> I know. I agree. Looking through the receiving options, you know, I don't like digs on the bills for me in fantasy. Mm-hmm. Um, AJ Green has an injury. We're kind of, you know, off of him. There is Cortland Sutton. Yeah, um, he's, he's kind of year intriguing. Three. Um, and then you've got T.Y., who now has a new quarterback. So, it, like, none of the options are super ideal. Between those two receivers, you know, it's McLaurin and Sutton. I like both of them. I would probably take McLaurin. Yeah. I mean, I would, I would take McLaurin, probably. Yeah, like, Sleepers has it for 110 targets. I think – I don't know if that's a low or not, but I think his target share is going to be higher than Sutton's. Yeah, well, Sutton now has Jerry Judy. And yeah, Jerry Judy and, and eventually Hamler. Yeah. And then also Melvin Gordon. And there's no and fan. Fant. Yeah. In Washington, I literally can't give anyone else like remotely like proven or competent <laughs> to catch the ball. So, scary Terry. Yep, I'm on board. I don't know if like I kind of brought you over there from Ertz, but I I, I would personally like really heavily McLaurin here. Right, so pick we pick Terry, then Mostert and Sutton and Ertz went. Uh, Rojo went in the fifth, which is he's definitely climbing. Uh, they had Ty DeAndre Swift, Darren Waller. Stephon Diggs, and then some quarterback runs. We have Russell Wilson, AJ Green, Kyler Murray, Dak Prescott. Mm. Would have been nice to get Kyler to go along with DeAndre, but it's okay. And now, I think the six is a very appropriate time to take Kyler and Dak. Like, yeah, Mahomes, no, I agree. I think, I think Kyler deserves if, that. If you take Mahomes and Lamar in the second, and then a quarterback does not go till the sixth round, you fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> but, um... Dak's that's got that's so many weapons, like yeah, like him and Kyler and Russell in the sixth. That, that's a reasonable reasonable spot to pick those three. So here we are in the sixth, and I was gonna say like, all right, let's keep building running back, but then like Cam Akers is there, and I'm like, oh fuck, what do we do? So we've got some, we've got a lot of good options. We've got Cam Akers at running back um, available. We've also got James White in PPR. We got Dobbins, and then kind of a drop off at that point. We got Marlon Mack, Jordan Howard, and Brita. Um, at receiver, there's still Hollywood. Um, there's Devontae Parker, Will Fuller, Edelman, Gallup, Cooks, Landry Boyd. A lot of guys there. Tight end. It's kind of like the gross middle. Like, there's Gronk, Ingram, Hurst, Higby, Henry, Cook, Fant, and, like, some of the guys I'm okay with, but I'm not sure if, like, in my opinion, at least, if we need to force that. But, I don't know, where are you leaning? It's kind of like the, the like, zone here. Well, so I want to ask who you're thinking at quarterback because I happen to be super high on Deshaun Watson this year. Yeah, um, he he is still here. I always like... I know we hate taking them early. Yeah, well, not even that. It's just like at the end of a run, too. It makes me feel like bad about it. I don't know. Yeah, but they're all wrong. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Deshaun Watson in the six is, like, is kind of nice. But I'm also looking like down the line. It's like we could also take like Stafford or Newton a lot later. Right. 
And I guess, like, is the gap from Watson to Newton or Stafford bigger than the gap from, like, I don't know who else we'd say, like, Cam Akers or Marquise Brown down to, like, I guess we'd say, like, Jameson Crowder, Darius Slayton. Mm-hmm. I, th- I think if we don't go quarterback, that running back makes the most sense because, like, going down the line, like, I'm like, oh, like, these receivers, we've got, like, you know, Ruggs, Hardman, Crowder. I'm like, those aren't, like, that terrible, actually. But it's not ideal. Right. But not terrible. Um, what, uh, what, what, who's, like, the best wide receivers available, really quickly? Uh, Marquise Brown. Brown, Devontae Parker, Will Fuller, Julian Edelman, Michael Gallup, Dante Johnson, Tyler Boyd, Landry. Where's Gallup being taken? Um, the, Gallup might be gone by our next pick. Mm-hmm. Hey, Marquise Brown has put on like 20 pounds. I did see that, yeah. Like, my. Like, Deshaun Watson is actually really tempting here. Like, for me, it's Deshaun Watson, Cam Akers, or Marquise Brown. Those are like the three I'm between. Yeah, for me, the reason I like Deshaun is because it's Deshaun. It's not like just taking a quarterback. It's that I happen to be particularly high on Deshaun Watson specifically for this season. And him being available after that run of quarterbacks, I would absolutely snag him there if it was a solo draft. But I also understand, like, taking a quarterback later. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it, it is a tough choice because like late round QB isn't about like it's like like people say it's not a game of chicken it's like just not not reaching kind of thing, right? And it's it's a tough. I agree, it's a tough spot here. Oh, hmm. I think I lean Marquise Brown. What do you think? I'm for it. All right, we can do it. Next next time we're we're torn out of fruity since the last two have kind of like. I say I like Marquise Brown. I like I like Dobbins too, and uh, Acres, and obviously Deshaun. I'm assuming Deshaun will go right after. Yeah, yeah. But with the Marquise versus Acres, thinks it's hard to ever through any backs. I think I kind of prefer Marquise. Okay, Acres went right after, and then Fuller, Dobbins, James White, Jordan Howard, Devontae Parker, Deshaun Watson. Yeah, there we go. Brandon go. Cooks, Evan Cooks. Ingram, Antonio Gibson. Gibson. Wow. Interesting. So here we are. Edelman, Gallup, Landry, Boyd are available. Running backs, we got Marlon, Mack, Breida, Cohen, Lindsey, Coleman. Um, tight ends, there's Gronk, Hayden Hurst, Tyler Higby. Um, quarterbacks, we got Breeze, Ryan, Rogers, kind of there. I think I know where you're gonna what you're gonna say. I'm not actually sure right now. I think right now is when I would have to take a tight end. Were you, were you gonna say Hayden Hurst? I wasn't sure actually. I think there's a few options there. Um, that look pretty solid. Like Hunter Henry and Higby are also really intriguing. Like if we're being honest, too. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there is also Gallup. I know we just took a wide receiver, but uh-huh. I very much like him. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, and like in a PPR league, it's okay to go a little more receiver heavy too. And then running backs, there's. Um, I mean, there is the Marlon Mack and then the Philip Lindsay. Yeah, like we were just talking yeah, about. Tariq Cohen, Philip Lindsay, Tevin Coleman are also there too, and I think like a, a very like fun high upside tier. Mm. Well, okay, let's kind of think through this. So let me pause the draft real quick as well, since we're kind of like going back and forth on it. At running back, we're gonna be starting Lavin Clyde Edwards-Helaire pretty much every week for sure, and like right. receiver like DeAndre Hopkins and McLaurin. Oh, definitely DeAndre Hopkins and probably McLaurin pretty much every week. And then after that, like, it's, okay, how are the flex spots going to rotate? Our plan is, at some point, 
Jonathan Taylor is going to definitely fill a third spot. Um, ideally, right. Marquise Brown does too. Um, here, uh, so I guess the point here is, I guess either receiver in case McLaurin or Brown don't work out, or try to just get just absurdly nutty at running back, or like fill our tight end spot too. Because after after Watson, I'm not big on the quarterbacks available. I don't think quarterbacks the go here. Yeah, no. Now we take a break. It's like if we didn't take Watson, now we're taking a round or yeah. two off. L- looking at like Gallup still being there, I'm like, I kind of wish we would have taken Watson. Like knowing Fuller, or sorry, not Fuller, knowing Gallup still available, right? Because he's kind of like one of those like fun guys, but also like he may kind of be like hit or miss a lot of weeks with just how many good targets there are there, but. If we didn't take Hurst, what like what tight end would we be able to take later? That's something to consider. Yeah, which I feel like there's going to be like it might be a tight end run maybe because like Hurst, Higby, and Hunter Henry, I'm cool with like all three of those like coming up, and then like late late, I think Jacecki, Joni, and Herndon are three I'm cool with like later on. And then there is Gronk. <laughs> I'm not into Gronk at all, personally. <laughs> I don't. I, I don't think it's gonna be a thing. I could be there's Taylor. A lot of, there's a lot of receiving options there, and he's. I think mostly going to be used as a blocker. But you know, the reports are that he's in great shape, and um, well, they're not going to say he's a fat fuck. I mean, like, well, I mean, Ar- Arians might. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's true. Yeah, Arians might say you're a fat say fuck. that Gronk's had too many beers partying this offseason. I don't know. <laughs> right, but okay, so. I feel like between uh, a lot of people and also this computer will put Gronk high up. So I, I think Gronk. So there's four teams that need a tight end before we get gets to us, and so maybe those four, all, all those four teams do take a tight end. But I, it makes me kind of want to risk like maybe like waiting it out a little longer on that. We front can try it out. We can wait it out. But we don't have to. But that's kind of my thoughts on that. And then re- receiver. Um, there's a I. So there's one team with no receivers, one with two, and then the rest have like uh, three or four already. Okay. And then running back, um, there's definitely a lot of running back need coming up. A ton. There's so, a ton of running backs. I, I mean, think, Philip Lindsay's still there too. Yeah. Like positional wise, I think running back or tight end are like the positions that are going to start flying off again. Mm-hmm. So. Oh, and you're, there's going to be a quarterback run too of some of these um that's like rogers and breeze and company are gonna go soon too who i don't particularly want mm-hmm. yeah i'm kind of like i guess like obviously pre draft will be easier to go through it but now i'm kind of like thinking to myself okay who are like guys i'm like kind of intrigued by in this zone here like marking stuff off like how many picks of guys are intriguing to me i think i marked up like nine guys or something can I, how's this Kubrick on this anyway? Whatever, this is not ideal. But yeah, so there's like nine-ish guys kind of in this zone that I'm kind of into. Yeah, after we pick, there's still twelve more picks, so like we could get fucked and not have anyone we like. But at least I uh, see for myself anyone I like fond of. But all right, so we gotta make a decision here. <laughs> Seventh round is gross. Yeah. Um, I guess tight end, I guess receiver will be Gallup or like running back. So, like, I kind of look at like Cohen, Lindsey Coleman. Because I don't really want Marlon Max since you've got Jonathan Taylor. Yeah, no, he'd be more of like a compliment instead of the handcuff. So, 
Mm-hmm. Um, Keep in mind, it is PPR. Like, receiver, we've got Gallup, Landry, Boyd, and the tight end. There's, like, Hurst, Higby, Hurst, Higby, Henry. Wow. Uh, Hurst, Higby, Henry. Hurst, Higby, Henry. Hurst, Higby, Henry. <sighs> I know. I guess I'm leaning Hurst or... It, like, I don't really know if I... I don't think I want a wide receiver, even though, like, I love Gallup and I want him, but... Yeah. I feel ya. I'm... We both like Hurst a lot. I'm cool kind of getting our guy and living okay. with it if we don't get, you know, a fourth running back that we love kind of thing. Right. All right, so... The other thing, like, to keep in mind is I, in particular, this season will be drafting with a lot of depth because we just don't know how the season's going to go. Yeah, too. And I think it's really important to make sure you've got, like, a starter and a backup starter in a lot of positions. All right, so, and a nice stroke of luck. So this is kind of weird. Only one more tight end went, and five more receivers went, four running backs and two quarterbacks. So it was Edelman, Gronk, Deontay Johnson, Landry, Tyler Boyd, Drew Brees, Michael Gallup, Marlon Mack, Tariq Cohen, Matt Ryan, Matt Breida, Philip Lindsay, who did, like, um, Kevin Coleman is still there um, as kind of the one other guy I was sort into. Um, Tavis Murray is obviously interesting in that sense. Um, mm. CD Lamb is still there, of course. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, this is where it starts to get, you know, just like tougher. This is where it gets actually just deep in a draft. Now we're in the meat of it. Yeah, I'm surprised only one tight end went there. I wonder if that's just like random computer generation crap or not, but. Mm. So it's like as far as our team goes, we've got Debo is there. Obviously, we'll have to wait a tad on him, but that he is there. Do love um, me some Debo. Okay, Emmanuel Sanders is there, and I don't know if we've had like enough discussion on him. I think you and I are kind of intrigued by him, but I'm very intrigued by Emmanuel Sanders on the Saints. That to me seems like a very naturally good pairing for uh-huh. him and Breeze. Yeah, it's definitely, like, a nice, like, safe option. I don't know how, like, high upside it is, but if we're kind of banking out two young guys to take a step, if something goes wrong, he would be nice kind of to have. Although, Lamb is very fun here. And then I think Coleman's kind of, like, after him's kind of a drop-off tier at running back. And then this is also, I mean, if we were going to take Stafford, would we have to take him now? I don't think so. So, like, two because... I mean, three teams, and, like, as, as much as, like, a Josh Allen actual quarterback person I'm not, Josh Allen is still on the board. Who is a nice fantasy quarterback? Mm-hmm. Like, Wentz and Stafford are still there. So is Newton. I, I think Josh Allen may go before it comes back to us. I know at least, like, one or two quarterbacks will probably go before it comes back to us. Yeah, I'm sure Rodgers will go soon. Yeah. And Brady. You can, you know, Brady on the box. Yeah. Blow up. Uh, I, I'll consider Josh Allen here, too, honestly. But... So I guess what what's what what are your takes here? Like what do you where do you lean here? I'm so like I like the lamb pick personally. Um, I like lamb a lot. I love lamb. Um, I don't know. That's probably <laughs> my my guy would be him right about here. We didn't get Gallup, but we could get a real yard after catch PPR monster. Cool. Yeah, I'm I'm on board with that. You know, I love. Lamb as well. <laughs> Cam to Lamb. Never got Cam to Lamb, dude. Damn that, dude. I would have loved that. All right, so CJ Lamb in the eighth, who we both love. 
right after. So we had Brady, Coleman, Rogers, Debo, Marvin Jones, Higby, Sanders, Zach Moss, Jalen, and Latavius. So mm-hmm. most of the guys we mentioned went. Um, yep. So here's who's left. So quarterback wise, uh, went Stafford, Newton. Although every team after us has a quarterback already, so we may kind of be safe to wait on that for a round. Um, running back, you got Madison, Carrion, Edmonds, Michelle, Vaughn, AP. So at this point, it's just like taking shots on running backs. Um, right. Receiver, there's Ruggs, Hardman, Crowder, Slayton, Judy, Regor. So a lot of the rookies kind of um, tight ends. Hunter Henry's still there, but we already have her, so I don't know if we need that. But No, we should take Herndon later. So yeah, we could <laughs> we can take Madison and hope some you know, and as an upside swing for Cook not coming back, um, you know we could go like Vaughn if Rojo is just bad or like Henderson in case if like if Akers isn't good. Damian Harris is also there too, mm. who intrigues me a lot personally. It's interesting that uh, Carrion is still there. I know he's like been hurt and could have been supplanted by Swift, but I expect Matt Patricia to do a running back like committee with I, the two of them. One of my like <laughs> random takes is carry on Johnson's not a lion by the end of the year. But can they trade him? If they can trade him, I don't think he'll be a lion by the end of the year. I'm not sure like how contract shit works in that regard. This is his third? Is this his third year? Yeah dude, it's his third fucking year. That's yeah. like that's what like blew my mind when I had that realization. Like I know it's so it's like a fucking simple thing of like this is the start year, but like it seems like we just got him. Like I know. So and like we're still kind of just like waiting, and it makes me feel like really not good about it. <laughs> like he he's like I think he's kind of a needs a fresh start guy, but yeah, I'm okay. Like if we wanted to take a shot on one of those. There's still a few quarterbacks that are really good available too. Uh, like may you got I, Carson Wentz and Stafford. Yeah, uh, I, I think are both good. I would, I would go Hardman here. I think. Meikle, huh? Yeah. Just because, like, there were like take a fucking upside swings at receiver here, but like, if <laughs> I mean he's the so. I'm okay with having multiple Chiefs, but this is going to be Miko's. What this is going to be his second year, right? Yeah, I think second year. So, like, yeah, rookie next year. Yeah, um, I'm not buying into Sammy Watkins because he's like just coming back off a good run thing. Um, if for any reason he'll miss his time, Miko's a guy that like who's got to step into a lot of looks. I think he's going to get a lot more opportunity this year, and he has a weak winning upside. He does. Yeah. Absolutely. Also, also interesting, like, rugs or, okay, gross, but PPR, Jamison Crowder. Like, well, I expect to be a very good slot receiver this year. Yeah, he should get peppered. We um, can't have too many Jets, though. Yeah. <laughs> we already have one Jet. That's probably plenty. <laughs> yeah. Um, this is a tough this spot. This is one I would take a shot on someone that I personally believe in. Who are you thinking? Um, uh, not a none of the running backs. Yeah, like who's the last running back we took? Jonathan Taylor. We have three three running backs. Yeah, so like, I think with running backs, like I'm cool, kind of like chilling and then taking like Boston Scott next time around, and like Bryce right. Love, just like taking running back shots. 
Yeah, a little bit later on. If if in the if Boston Scott comes back around in the tenth, I'm cool taking him next round. <laughs> but, okay. Um, unless unless you like really want like Madison or Carry on here, but not in particular. No, me. <laughs> Although we and do then, need a quarterback eventually. <laughs> we do. Um, and but you know Carson Wentz in the ninth after we've just stacked our team up at running back and wide receiver is pretty nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Same with Stafford. I mean, Stafford was on fire last year before he got hurt. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like... And then tight ends who's, who's yeah. open. Yeah, we're, we're the only team without a quarterback for what it's worth, too. That would, like, <laughs> that right. kind of, like, mentally pushes me to want to, like, just, like, really wait it out and see what I could fucking pull off in that regard. <laughs> Which that might be too risky. I don't know. Um, yeah, I don't know if the computer will just... Yeah. Like, have teams take two quarterbacks or not. Like, I don't know. Like, it might not trigger to, like, the 11th or 12th. I don't know. But, um, I, I guess for me, it's wide receiver or quarterback here. Oh, well, if you like Miko, we can do Miko. We have a lot of wide receivers, and, you know, one of them is DeAndre. Mm-hmm. So, who's going to be, like, permanent locked in? Yeah, I, uh... This is tough. This is the meat. The yeah. meat of the draft here. Yeah. I mean, are you cool with me, Cole? We can do it. Alright. Definitely cool with a chief. <laughs> yeah. I said anyone attached to Mahomes is is, you know, a nice pick. Madison, there's Wentz. Jared Cook. <laughs> Jared Cook. <laughs> um, alright, so after that, Madison went, Wentz, Edmonds, Cook, Ruggs, Slayton. Uh, Hunter Henry, Pollard, Carrion Johnson, Jameson Crowder, Adrian Peterson, Sonny Michelle. So coming back, um, mm-hmm. only one quarterback went, thankfully. Um, there's still Stafford's still there. Um, okay. Newton, but I don't know how you feel about Newton. Stafford may be the kind of grab here. Yeah, running back, there's Vaughn, Henderson, Dylan Harris, Boston Scott. Um, for, for me, it's Damian Harris, Boston Scott, or Matt Stafford, probably. I do like Stafford. Uh, you still got Holiday and and Marvin Jones, and if mm-hmm. Hawkinson steps up and DeAndre Swift will catch passes, like I do, really like Stafford. Mm-hmm. Um, I am also cool taking Cam. <laughs> but, I'm just not like the thing. It's with not Cam, a save at all. Yeah, I know his offense just sucks. Like he's their line is worse. They've got no receiving options yeah, outside like, Edelman. The talent there is bad. <laughs> like, <laughs> Um, but yeah, we can wait. I'm down to just keep waiting on quarterback. Yeah, like a lot of teams just took a quarterback, unless like the the Lamar team takes a backup. But I mean, hell, we could still get Roethlisberger probably late. Yeah, and he's, he's probably gonna have a good year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Also, I guess like one thing to look at with these quarterbacks, especially when we're going late, is like the, the starting schedules for these guys. Ooh. I guess something like we can kind of dig into now, so we can be composite draft, which is nice. Um, because, like, Daniel Jones is, like, a real shit start. But, so, like, Stafford has Bears, Packers, Cardinals. Just okay. Um, what's the Patriots start? The Patriots start with the Dolphins and Seahawks at Raiders. Mm. Which, I know Seahawks added Jamal Adams, but, like, their defense is still pretty lackluster. But, like, starting with the Dolphins week one is kind of nice. Uh, Raiders week three. Um, who else is there? Roethlisberger. Let's see if the Steelers have a start. They start... 
with the Bucks. Giants. Oh no, I wish uh, it's preseason. I was like, oh, Buccaneers. Uh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> they start Giants, Broncos, Texans, which is pretty solid. Like Broncos isn't a deal, but it's two two pretty solid ones. Who else was there? Even I don't want to draft Baker. Nah. Ooh, gotta let see it first. I think. Huh. Oh, I didn't. Whoops, I uh, didn't pause the draft and it made some picks. Ah. Uh, oh, it doesn't let me. I have to just remove each player. I can't just. <laughs> I can't just reset to pick. That's annoying. It'd be nice. Oh well. I right, removing all these players. Boom, 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 boom. All right, we're paused. Back to where we were. So anyway, mm-hmm. um, who did the Lions get week one? We said they get the Bears week one, which isn't like their defense isn't like how is their defense anyway? Like they've got Cleo Mack, but like. I don't think it. their corners are great. I mean, they just lost Artie Burns for the year. Oh, that's right. I forgot about that. Big depth chart. So they've got Akeem Hicks on the line, Cleo Mack, Rokon. Buster Screen is their starting corner, dude. Yeah, so that's rough. Kyle Fuller's great, but uh, but Buster Screen. Ugh. Okay, that's reassuring. Yeah. For Matt Stafford outlook. So anyway, so. If if Stafford's in the running here for sure, do you want to go like Stafford, or like Boston Scott, or like Damian Harris, or what are you thinking? Obviously, it's someone else you want. Obviously, you just be like, hey, this guy's good. But that's I'm just kind of sharing where my uh, brain's at on picks here. Um, hmm. I mean, I like Boston Scott a lot too. Do I like him more than I would like Stafford? Because <sighs> if we don't get Stafford, we're hoping we can get like Newton or Roethlisberger. Right. And then, but that's kind of it, right? Yeah, it's like running back. We're just taking shots, and like Boston Scott's a guy we like, but there's still like a lot of fun guys left. Like Bryce Love is still there, Damian Harris is still there. I feel like there's kind of some more just like options on running back shots. <sighs> Maybe we should take Stafford. The thing with Roethlisberger is his division's going to be tough. He gets the Ravens twice, and that's not going to be good. Um, but. Yeah, and because Stafford was balling out, like he is by far, in my opinion, by far the safest quarterback pick left. And like I know upside's a thing, but he has a lot of upside. But he's the one I feel like the best about. Yeah, no, I'm down with Stafford, dude. Let's yeah. take him tenth yeah. round. Like we took, mm-hmm. we've got our whole team basically. Now we're just taking shots on people. That completes the quarterback for us. Right. Stafford. So um, we took Stafford. So Keyshawn Vaughn went. Justin Jefferson, Jerry Judy, Jerry Judy, Daryl Henderson, Christian Kirk, Daniel Jones, Noah Fant, Damon Harris, Cam Newton, uh, Sterling Shepard. Okay. So, Boston Scott is still there. Um, mm-hmm. Obviously, AJ Dillon's still there. He's an option as well. Bryce loves there, but where it is a PPR league, and it seems like Boston Scott is going to be on the field a fair amount and get work. He is for sure my top guy left here. He's who I would take as well. All right. That's an easy one. Yeah, that's a nice eleventh round PPR pick. So after that, we have Jalen Ragor, AJ Dillon, Duke Johnson, Anthony Miller, Justin Jackson, one of our our guys, um, Sammy Watkins, John Brown, Roethlisberger, Ayuk, which I think that's a solid option there in the twelfth. Mm-hmm. DeAndre Washington, Deshaun Jackson, Austin Hooper. Getting, okay, so we're, yeah, we're getting real deep in the boonies here. Um, Al Lazard, who's kind of an interesting option. Um, no. no. <laughs> We do already have he five receivers. He is so slow, unless he did speed training that I don't know about. Yeah, so no Alan Lazard. We decided Preston Williams is there. Um, Golden Tate, Mike Williams, Curtis Samuel, obviously. Um, Pittman, 
as far as receivers go. Robbie's still there as well. Um, Robbie. Running back, there's Bryce Love, Naheem Hines, Joshua Kelly. Bryce Love's interesting to me. Yeah. Um, that's pretty, those are pretty much the only three running backs I have any remote interest in left are Bryce Love, Naheem Hines, and Josh Kelly, I think. Mm-hmm. Are there any, like, like in three, are there any running backs <clears> that interest <throat> you at all that, like, I didn't say just now? Because, like, like, McFarlane, Jeremy Kinnon mm-hmm. are there, Chris Thompson, but, like, How's yeah. Lamar Miller starting this year off? Yeah, Not so that, that was him, but that was one guy we texted about because we saw that. I'm like, this matters. Like, yeah, that matters in a, that he's on the Patriots now. Yeah, I'm not sure his exact health status. Um, so they signed him and put him on the pup right away. Um, so in August he tore his knee up his ACL. Oh ACL. yeah. Um, there's gonna be a week where Lamar, where Lamar Miller like matters a lot. It's kind of funny and annoying, but let me yeah, pull up and see if I can find like, more info kind of about Lamar Miller's shit. So he's okay. Questionable week one is kind of what I've seen here. So he's on option two because like if Sony Michelle's not ready, we have no fucking clue. Like if Damian Harris is any good at the NFL since he didn't like touch the field at all last year, which is wild. Like any time, if if it weren't the Patriots, everyone would be like, "Oh, he's done for. Career is dead." But it's the Patriots who's getting some slack. But I don't know, right? Like, which I get, but like, ugh, does not inspire confidence. Just I also do. Uh, I do love Chris Herndon, and I would want him as the backup tight end. Mm-hmm. But I don't know when he's going to go if he gets taken. Yeah. So see, some teams are. There's one team with two, and then the other four have one. Um. Receiver, yeah, Preston Williams is kind of the sticking out to me, and then Bryce Love at running back is the kind of stick out. So, I think, well, Preston Williams has the higher ceiling. I mean, Bryce Love might be good, but the Redskins' offense is not going to be great. So, I'm going to do that so much. Just the Washington, Squashington. Squashington, yep. Squashington. Like Squanchy. Squanchington. There we go. Squanchy, yeah. <laughs> Call him Squanchy. Squanchington Squanchy. There, uh, yeah, their offense he, is not going to be great. Yeah. Doesn't he say, like, Squanch for everything, like, as well in the show? Sorry. Like, <laughs> yeah. Squanchy always says he's going to squash, and, like, you never know what it means exactly, but, like, it always sounds like... But you have, like, the context for yeah. figure it out. <laughs> so it's, a, yeah. Squanchington Squanchies. Um, <laughs> anyway, back to their offense. <laughs> um... As far as, like, our roster constructions goes, we're at, like, what, four running backs and five receivers as well. As far as our roster construction, and then one each of quarterback and tight end. We should take – I mean, we should have one more running back, I think, mm-hmm. at least. Um, yeah, basically, it's do we take Bryce Love now or, like, wait a tad and take, like, Lamar Miller or Josh Kelly? Yeah, it, it gets pretty weak. Yeah. Like, I guess, like, looking at receiver, if we don't take Preston Williams – our hope is to get Robbie, I guess, or Campbell. Paris Campbell. I mean, Hunter Renfro, dude. Hunter Renfro. Yeah. The star. I, it's <laughs> tough because yeah. it's tough because, like, I like them both. And, like, we you know I like Preston Williams a lot, too. I've kind of been. Yeah, he looked amazing camp. last year. Uh, <clears throat> the one concern is obviously, like, you know, the injury recovery. Um, but I think, like, looking at the positions. I feel better about the receivers that could come back to us than the running backs that could come back to us. But, like, I don't want to necessarily be, like, make that, did, like, you know, the only decision factor. No, I'm right there with you. Like, I 
feel like if we don't take a running back, like they're all still, I don't know. I think there'll be receivers later to take. Yeah, and I, I know you love Bryce Love. Love him. Yeah. Hoping it works out for him. They still got AP, but yeah, no the, more guys. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We didn't. That happened before we recorded. Yeah, Geis is a shithead. That's the news. <laughs> That's the news. Yeah, fuck that dude. Yeah. I almost sucks because we like that. We like got a we're positive on him a lot in general. And it, it sucks. To oh, see super. That yeah. yeah. We're trying to give him a chance here. And then that comes out. Yeah. Just like, and like in the draft process, we kind of we we kind of defended him a lot when like a lot of like random shit came out about him. And now it's like, oh, that was all justified. Apparently. All right. Because like obviously we didn't know any of that came up, so like it makes me it makes me annoyed that we defended him and then this comes out. Like why the fuck did we defend this shit? At? So yeah, I know. But anyway, so back to this draft. Um, Bryce Love. Let's do it. So next up, Lazard, Hawkinson, Baker, Chris Thompson, Golden Tate, Lashawn McCoy, Jared Goff, Jonu Smith, Naheem Hines, Joe Burrow, Preston Williams is still there. Preston Williams still there. Yeah, as is Herndon. <clears throat> Do you think Herndon leaves this round before he gets back to us? Because if he doesn't, I would go Preston Williams Herndon. Um, but I think they're both gonna go. Up. Yeah. I mean, I would. I do want to have a backup tight end, and Herndon might end up being a really good. <sighs> yeah. That's that's the thing where like we have Hayden Hurst, but like. We could be wrong on Hayden Hurst. It was the thing. Right. Because, like, if we, if we take Preston Williams and he's good, like, we still have, like, McClure and Marquise and, like, <clears> two <throat> other guys. As, right. Like, basically, it's, like, it's just roster. I feel very stronger. I feel a lot better about receiving the tight end on the roster as much as you like Hayden Hurst. It's not, like, a short thing by any means. So, these guys will definitely both be gone by the time it get gets back to us. Where are you leaning? I would take Herndon. All right, let's do it. There's been a lot of hype about him. I think Gay's kind of straight up said he's our guy. He's so. the starter, yeah. The, the camp hype has been very real. So right after us, Jusecki went, and then Preston Williams. Um, then we had McFarland, McKinnon, Jarwin, Jimmy G, Michael Williams, Lamar Miller, um, mm-hmm. Gardner Minshew, Drew Locke, Josh Kelly, uh, Ryan Tannehill. So tight end is now Wasteland that's left. Um, receiver, your guy, Curtis Samuels there. <laughs> We've got Michael yeah, Pittman. but that offense. Uh, I mean, they're gonna pass a shitload. True, but now they have Robbie. Like DJ Moore is the only one that I'm like confident in that has stability. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I don't feel the need to take their quarterback just because we've got Stafford and we can waiver wire someone if we need. Yep, got two picks left. Um, running back is very not pretty. It's gross. There's no really running backs I want. I would like consider Daryl Williams as like a handcuff, even though I don't like to handcuff, but um Yeah. Jalen Samuels maybe is there. Um yeah, receivers Curtis Samuel, Michael Pittman, Nikhil Harry, Bashot Perriman, Rod or Robbie Anderson, Renfro, DD, Paris. Hmm. <laughs> so I know we're both high on Pittman. That's kinda interesting. Definitely interesting. Um I don't know. He might not be good this year, though. Paris Campbell's there. Um, (laughs) There's not a single running back I want anymore. (laughs) No, yeah. I'm I'm off all the running backs. That's why I'm glad we took love. Mm -hmm. Unless you take, like, 15th round, we go, like, Samuels or something. But receiver, 
I mean, reminder, it is PPR. That that does matter, kind of maybe picking these last ones. Um, yeah, man, yeah, which receiver we want? I guess it's kind of it. I mean, we should, I guess, fully go on who has the highest upside of who's left. I mean, if Nkeel Harry takes a step forward, then he's the wide receiver one, like, position for the mm-hmm. Patriots. Yeah, he has, tall receiver. Yeah, I guess he, he does have the most opportunity, probably. Right. We didn't, the problem is we didn't really see it last year. Yeah, which I have no clue, like, how much he was playing hurt or not, or just playing badly. <laughs> That's the thing. Like, I don't know, like, was he hurt or just bad? Hurt or bad. Mm-hmm. Ugh, it's a tough game to play. <laughs> it's my <clears throat> least favorite game. Um, I don't hate Curtis Samuel in this position either. I, I believe in Teddy Bridgewater. I just think the team is going through a rebuild and won't admit it. Mm-hmm. It's, it's going to spread out a lot. I guess... Hmm. Yeah, highest upside left of these guys, I think, is either Pittman or Harry. Mm-hmm. Or actually maybe Campbell, but you kind of intrigued me talking about Harry there. Yeah, I know. Like I like even if he doesn't pan out, he does have tremendous potential. Yeah, I'm cool. I'm cool with that if you are. Yeah, let's do it. Because yeah, as Most. far as like 14th round upside, that's kind of nice. So right after Curtis Samuel went, and then we had Hyde, Pittman, Alshon, Robbie, Dallas Goddard. Larry Fitzgerald, Brashad Perriman, Darrington Evans, and Danny Amendola. Danny so, Amendola, oh my god. Mm-hmm. So yeah, as far as everyone left, um, so not only need to take a backup quarterback or anything. Um, running backs, we can take like Daryl Williams or uh, Malcolm Brown or Jalen Samuels or something. We could take Rykel Armstead. So we could take Tua. <laughs> <laughs> if he were super flex, he would be on our team already. Um, oh, yeah. I guess that could be like our next mock draft if we do another one before the season starts is super flex. Um, so they're running by depth chart. I mean, Chris Thompson is there as third down guy, but like Armstead and Ozigbo are who's behind Fournette. Um, yeah, and I mean, Armstead's more like Fournette. Thompson's he is more Fournette. Like, <laughs> yeah, no. Thompson is definitely more like the Tariq Cohen. He's not really the handcuff. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> see receiver, and it could go Mims or like Reynolds deeper down there. Corey Davis. <laughs> oh man. Mm. Yeah, I guess at this point it's more what position are we taking a shot on, rather than like because it's it's the last round. Like it's just pick something that we that sounds fun. Or, if anything, we could pick a guy that we'll know right away if he's any good. Because with Ryquell, it's just like, we're just holding him. And if, you know, in a couple of weeks, Fournette's still Fournette, then we're going to drop him. But, like, we will know right away, probably, if, like, Paris Campbell or Corey Davis or Reynolds or Mims are going to be things, kind of. I mean, Josh Reynolds would is a nice option there, I think. I mean, I'm cool with that if you are. Let's do it, man. Josh Reynolds getting a lot of hype this offseason to kind of yeah. fill in. Yeah, he's going to be real? like, I, I don't know. I'm, I like him. I think he's good and talented, and he's got a chance now. So, And then after Josh Reynolds, it went Renfro, Doyle, Campbell, Didi, Daryl, Williams, and James Washington. So, so we took the best option. I think so. <laughs> so looking at our whole draft board, 
So our running backs have got Clyde Edwards, Hilaire, and Le'Veon Bell at the top. Those are just going to stay in the lineup the whole time. So we've got Jonathan Taylor for when he eventually becomes that dude. And then later down, we got Boston Scott and Bryce Love, who I I think Boston Scott is going to be very James Whitey. Mm-hmm. Like, if there are some weeks, he's going to get 20-something points. Yeah. And a PPR league, I think Boston Scott is actually like a super safe running back, especially running back four, but like he could honestly be like a flex play a lot of times in the PPR league, I think. I don't I don't know if people are getting like enough like I, mean, I guess let me pull up like snap counts or something because even with Miles Sanders like active, Boston Scott was doing a lot. Yeah, man, he was good. Let's see, let me pull up his game logs. Yeah, so weeks 15, 16, 17 sorry, weeks actually 14. Week 14 on, he had 6, 7, 6 and 6 targets. Gotta like it, PPR. Yeah, pull my because I think that's when he started really balling out too, right? Yeah, weeks kind of, you know, those last few weeks he really got a lot of touches. So I'm gonna I'm gonna find like the Eagles like snap counts too and kind of look at that because I they did lose his. all the receivers, you know, like through the season last year. So <laughs> that too, they needed to throw a little bit more to someone. I mean, who? We're I think we're assuming Alshon Jeffrey starts on the pup. Um, and then... 74% week 17. Dang. Yeah, I'm at least 17 now, but still. Because I think... I mean, they needed to win that game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, it was like that Boston Scott just fucking popped off. That was a fog meet for us. Just because, like, we were just so happy. Um, that would Oh, that was week 17 where we got three touchdowns. <laughs> yep. <laughs> that was funny. Um, I think Sanders got hurt that game or something. Um, or, like, left that game early. So... Say, yeah, yeah, down so, the stretch there, snap counts. That's pretty good. Yeah. So weeks 14 and 15 is like 44%, 45%, then just 28%, which isn't great. I guess we can see what they were playing that week. That, week that was Dallas. Five. That's why. Oh, yeah. How did the game go anyway? Sloppily. <laughs> yeah, but uh, he does do kick returns too, right? That was, uh, There is always that kind of upside, I guess, huh? Yes, he does. I forgot about that. But so, yeah, the Eagles, they've got Ertz, obviously. And then... The receiver core, like, if Alshon is probably donezo, we have no clue about how healthy or good still Deshaun Jackson is going to be. And then, like, Raygor's there, but, like, he's a rookie. Like, the receiving work is not very, like, established, really. No, not at all. And that's why someone like Boston Scott is a really nice safety blanket for Wentz when they, he has no one else to throw to. Mm-hmm. But, um, and then we've also got Bryce Love, who could very easily, like, be the starter. Like, we have no fucking clue on Washington's backfield. Sorry, Squashington's backfield. Um, <laughs> like, Squashington. it'll probably be AP, unfortunately, annoyingly. But, I mean, I don't know. We know Bryce Hall's really good, and if he if he is, like, healthy and recovered, he's insanely talented. But, um, receiver, we got DeAndre Hopkins as our top guy, and then McLaurin as number two, and Brown as number three. Then we've got Lamb, Hardman, uh, and then way later, Nikhil Harry and Josh Reynolds. We really said, like, all right, top two guys, lots of targets, and then just swinging for the fences afterwards, which I like <laughs> that approach. Because, like... Yeah, no, I mean, you got your base team set up. Uh, like, Hopkins did, is very safe, and he had a lot outside. McLaurin, I think, will just be getting a ton of targets and be nice and steady for us. And Marquise Brown will be a boomer bust, but I think he's a nice pairing with the other two. Heckin' agree. Yeah, and, like, where we've got CEH and Love Bell as, like... Very, very, I, probably high floor in PBR guys because of the 
catch opportunity. I feel okay having some risk in our lineup. I love it. I like having risk in the lineup. I yeah, like having my safe guys and then my guys that I'm taking gambles on to yeah. kind of fill in the gaps. Uh, I, I think there's a difference between like even like safe and then high floor. Like a safe pick would have been like Edelman or like I don't know like Jordan Howard. I know Jordan Howard. Like there's like high floor is different than like a safe pick. I think I don't know how to put it, but like. Like, Le'Veon Bell has a safe floor, but, like, he has a lot of upside, too. Like, last year last year was his, like, floor floor. Right, and he was, I mean, that's, like, the thing. I was, I mean, I'll, I'm going to just mention it now. It's, like, he was getting tackled, what, three yards behind the line of scrimmage on average. Mm-hmm. He was getting tackled in the backfield every time, more or less, like, on average. And yeah. the 31st-ranked offensive line, and then it was 32nd in other categories, and I expect that to jump a whole lot, man. Like, mm-hmm. there's actually an offensive line on the Jets now, like an actual one. It's, I don't know how great it will be, but it's going to be a lot better. And I think Bell can do a lot more with better. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he, I mean, we know he's super talented. And if he has a good line, he knows what to do with it. And that's why, I like, the line upgrade made me excited for him as a Jet. But, like, so, like, looking kind of at our spots, like, like, you know exactly what you're going to get, more or less, for Julian Edelman, and, like, probably not much more in, like, Marlon Mack. You're probably not going to get, like, he's not going to exceed your expectations. Like, that's why, like, I was, like, really sad about Nicole because I'm like, this guy could go bonkers. Or, like, we, like right. or, we, or we could have taken, you know, like, someone, like, I don't know who after him, but, like, and, like we could have taken Crowder or something. I don't know, but, like, not, someone, like, just less exciting. But I think it's like like every year there's like there's like the boring picks, I guess. Right. Yeah. Like I, I guess just it's just like boring instead of safe because like you're like oh like if I take Larry Fitzgerald I know if my receivers get hurt I have someone who won't dud it. But you can get those type of guys on the waiver wire if like you're down to just one receiver or something. So I think it makes a, <laughs> makes a lot more sense to like swing for the fences. I would be pretty happy with this lineup. No, yeah, and then like at tight end, we've got Hayden Hurst, Chris Herden, and then quarterback is Stafford. Yeah, if, if this if this is my team, I'm I'm stoked. Heckin' stoked. Like I feel like I can win the league with this team. Oh yeah, and then there's still good guys on the waiver for quarterback. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, we did. Yeah, like you do want to have depth this year because you know people are going to get tested and miss games. Mm-hmm. asymptomatic or symptomatic carriers so you want to have you want to have backup starters for your for your starters yeah um, you don't want to just have like complete flyer guys but at the quarterback there are a lot of them available yeah and like quarterbacks like quarterbacks the easiest to stream to be because like i mean they get they touch the ball every play <laughs> i mean as dumb as it sounds to say like quarterback streamers are a thing every week like even if it's then, a backup, we saw David Blau be decent, <laughs> right? Yeah, and that's the thing is if a, there are quarterbacks that miss time, then you know who the backup's going to be, and you can get yeah, the backup. It's, and if it's exactly. a favorable matchup, like you'll be fine. Mm, whereas like running back and stuff like receiver, like you don't know how that's going to shake out. Like especially running back, like yeah, especially running back. That's, that's why like, like got at least five. That's <laughs> why the Bryce Love picks like exciting because it's like oh, like that could shake out a lot of ways, and it. Him being the number one is a very reasonable way to shake out. Yeah. So. Yeah, it is. But yeah, I, I like this team a lot. It's a very, like, this is a team, like, I would be very scared to face every week. Especially, like, I'm like, if this team makes it to the playoffs, I am very, like, I'm going to pee my pants facing them. 
yeah, like they've got you've got like Clyde Edwards-Hilaire and Bell and DeAndre Hopkins and Stafford, and you're like, oh, that sucks. And then you look at their flex, and it's like Ceedee Lamb, and you're like, shit. Yeah. Or like <laughs> it's it's week, it's like week twelve. Who's getting in the playoffs? And they've got Jonathan Taylor, who's now the starter, like in the flex. You're like, oh fuck. You're right. <laughs> we are screwed. Yeah, exactly. So it's. Yeah, yeah. I, I like our theme a lot here. I think it went well. So the sixth spot is, you know, depending on it's format. It's a tough spot to yeah. from. Because the, the top four and Michael Thomas are gone, I, usually. Mm-hmm. And then it's kind of, a you know, the tier of CEH, Cook, and Henry, I guess. And I'll put Devontae Adams in that next tier four. Mm-hmm. Uh, the the 10th spot's probably tough to draft from, too, because if, if the stuff goes, like, quote-unquote, as planned, you're stuck in the third tier of everyone. Oof. Because then it's like, okay, do I take Julio or a running back? <laughs> but, yeah, I, yeah, I, I, I love this well. team here for sure. And then I, th- I think our, our next mock, like we briefly mentioned, we should probably do like, we should do like a super flex mock for our next one. Yeah, two quarterbacks. Mm-hmm, but see, our draft is two weeks away for our, our uh, Delta Sig League. Yeah, just under two weeks away. And then I've got an auction draft like two weeks as well. Yeah, mine for my uh, like home league is going to be in two weeks as well. I think it's the Sunday before the Chiefs game. I see. I've got one that like Saturday the fifth. It's like in the middle of the afternoon. I'm like I'm a day drink and draft. <laughs> Sounds great. Uh huh. I think so personally, but um, <laughs> so I think next next episode we can get into like more draft strategy stuff. Talk about just who we do and don't like, and kind of go through predictions because I think. I think going through season predictions on record will kind of tie in with who we do and don't like because like we'll be like I like Deshaun Jack or so Deshaun Watson because X or I dislike Fournette because of X or you know mm-hmm. those are just random examples but yeah <clears throat> that are accurate <laughs> <laughs> like the Jags are going to be trash so like Leonard Fournette is volatile it's you know right an example of a very reasonable connection and probably why a lot of people are down on Fournette this year. I mean, it makes sense. Oh uh-huh, yeah, like if, if your team's trapped, it's hard to be a good running back for fantasy. So. <laughs> uh, yeah. Meanwhile, like you look at Minshew and be like, "Oh, if this team's trash, it's going to be garbage time." I think we we know about Jack quarterbacks in garbage time. <laughs> <laughs> Bring back the boat. The boat, more, the boat. more. <laughs> oh gosh, but. <laughs> but hopefully, by next time we record, there's not a ton more injury news because, like. There was, like, that kind of slew at first, but, like, there hasn't been a ton yet. Although, since there's no, like, preseason, I have one word, like, week one and two are just going to be fucking, like, slaughter fests. Yeah, bloodbath. Down. Yeah, it's going to be rough. A little worried about that, too. Um, I don't know. I think this is definitely a year where getting some wins early is going to be really important. Yeah. And drafting someone else's handcuff is going to be a, <laughs> just the ultimate dick move, but very Snipe. good move. Cause like that's the way I like, I like to do it anyways. Getting other people's handcuffs just to like, haha. Well, yeah, depending know. on the handcuff and you know the likelihood the starter is you know prone to injury. Hmm. Yeah. I'm. I mean, football is like here. We've got like, you know, like how many days? It's. I mean, I just under three weeks actually till our till Thursday night opener. I know. Shit, dude. It's gone. Oh man, I'm so excited, but. We're getting there, man. Football's almost here. I mean, I like basketball, but it's no, it's no NFL. So, I've been watching some hockey. You know, Ooh. it's been nice. It's been I'll admit, I know uh, nothing about hockey. I know the Blue Jackets continue to disappoint me. Oh, 
Hmm. <laughs> they had a crazy game with Tampa Bay. They went into like quintuple overtime. Shit. They played, like three games basically in one in one evening. That's a like lot eighty of something shots on goal. Oh my god! <laughs> Must have been so tired. Someone score! I don't care yeah. anymore. Hockey impresses me a lot just because I can't skate for dick and like I'm not coordinated. So <laughs> yeah, no, and they hit each other with a lot of force out there. Yeah, and they like yeah, they just wreck each other. So like I, said, I imagine it's uh, not great to get tackled onto ice. Either. <laughs> <laughs> you get tackled onto ice or slammed into the window. So right, or like the wall, I guess you call it whatever. But <laughs> to the to the window or the wall. <laughs> <laughs> And then the yin yang twins like shout on the intercom when you get wrecked, yeah. <laughs> but uh, anyway, um, on that note, <laughs> thank you all for uh, tuning into this episode of Mozzie and the Muscle, and we hope the Mozzie draft helped you. We will be back soon. <laughs>